Approximately ten minutes into my act. It usually only takes about five minutes, but I was really nervous. I began to exhibit symptoms of falling into a trance. I'd start moaning and groaning a trifle, and allowing my head to droop, and that sort of thing. In case you've wondered, I never had any truck with ectoplasm, which I consider merely disgusting. I mean, who wants to have some kind of slimy junk all over his table, or the floor? I know some people thought that producing ectoplasm was a great way to prove you were in communication with the dead, but not me. Ick. However, I digress. In another few minutes, Raleigh appeared, God bless him. I love Raleigh, and not merely because he'd served me well for so many years. The story between Raleigh and me, you see, is that we had been soulmates approximately a thousand years earlier in Scotland. His spirit had stayed with me through all my incarnations ever since. You've got to love a guy with that much sticking power. Besides, given the state of my own marriage, it was comforting to think that some man, even if he was a figment of my imagination and dead for a millennium, would love me through time and all eternity. It sure didn't look as though that sort of love would be mine in this life. Not only that, but Raleigh, who was ostensibly a Scotsman, had an accent all his own, which I'd pretty much mastered. Because of his built-in accent, I didn't have to fiddle with other types of accents. I wasn't sure how I'd handle an Italian mobster, for example. Anyhow, Raleigh had showed up, and we were just getting into the meat of the seance, during which Carmine, the hand, Benedetto, was going to speak through Raleigh to his godson, Vincenzo Maggiore, when a door opened, completely shattering the mood. Maggiore said, Huh? Totally disconcerted. I didn't know what to do, so I just sat there, sagging. It was a most uncomfortable position. Until that evening, none of the seances I'd ever conducted had been interrupted at just that point, the point at which everything's going to begin to happen, but hasn't yet. A man silently slithered over and bent to whisper in Maggiore's ear. I felt the big boss stiffen, and wondered what the heck was going on, and when it would stop. And then something happened that totally floored me. Maggiore released my hand, which flopped onto the table, and stood up. He said softly, I'm awfully sorry, you guys, but Jinx and me, we gotta go. But I wanna do this again later. On my other side, Jinx too let go of me, and there I was, supposedly in a trance and communing with spirits, but with no living human being connected to me. Well, golly. Since to all intents and purposes the seance was over, I made up my role of a medium deserted in mid-trance extemporaneously, having had no practice in the part. No one was seated next to me, so I remained slumped over, wondering how long I should take to recover my senses. The matter was taken out of my hands when all of a sudden the door burst open, lights flared on in the room, and a booming voice hollered, Cheese it! The cops! In less than a second, Harold, Stacy, Flossie, and I were alone in the room, blinded by a flood of lights and trying to shade our eyes against it. I don't think I spoke a single word, being too astounded by events. I remember Harold saying something like, shit, or damn, but I didn't hold his bad language against him. If I thought of it, 
I'd probably have sworn too. The lousy place was being raided.